you know, I think this probably is going to raise some criticisms out there from the hardcore advocacy of Kratom and some of the comments I have gotten online. And, you know, I'll see things like, hey, you know, uh, uh, just like any other drug, this can be abused. So what? Uh, uh, I, it worked beautifully for me. You just have to be careful how you use it. And, and here's my ge general answer to that. The amount of consequences we're starting to see from this drug, and once you look into Southeast Asia and places like Malaysia, I'm starting to see a whole, whole range of evidence that it's a substance of, of abuse in those areas as well. And there's some problems with it. And you look at the poison center reports and so on. So it's not something that's a new phenomenon, but it's been going on for a long time. For those of you, let's say you give me a, uh, send me uh, a message and say, look, this stuff can be used safely. I used it. I went on for some time and it got me off of uh, the heroin or it managed my pain. Okay, keep a few things in mind. You are a snapshot in time. So we don't know how it's going to go. And if your answer is no, I'm done. I did it. It was three years ago. Okay, I'll respond to that in a second. For, but for those of you that are doing it right now, it's a snapshot in time. You don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. And also, for those of you that have done it successfully or think you're doing it successfully, the argument that you're making is as such. Let's say my goal is to get from mountain A to mountain B. I am going to tell you, well, well the way to get to mountain A to mountain B is basically go down the mountain walk across the mountain, I walk across the landscape from mountain A, and then you will get to mountain B, and you have a pretty good chance of getting there. And that's what I know. And uh, the consequences of taking that walk will be, you know, sweating, fatigue, you have to drink some water, uh, it's gonna take some time, etc., etc. Now let's say someone wants to make this trip a lot shorter because they're already on top of the mountain. and they make a choice and, uh, and they have a friend over on mountain B and they said, here, I'm gonna throw this rope from one mountain to the other mountain. And now we got this tight rope that's connected from mountain A to mountain B. <clears throat> and this person who we can say is dealing with substance abuse or whatever, decides to walk across that tight rope. And he does walk across that tight rope and he gets from mountain A to mountain B successfully so he had an individual unique experience of getting from mountain a to mountain b walking across a tightrope and now he becomes a great advocate of the tightrope is a short safe effective way from of getting to mountain a to mountain b and then we have a hundred thousand people that make this attempt and then we start to see that, you know, people are dropping off the tightrope and they're getting hurt and some are dying. And, are, and many are having a lot of problems getting to mountain B now. And in fact, their problems are a lot more complicated. Death, broken bones, broken arms, uh, head injuries, livers. And then of this 100,000 people that we're starting to add up numbers to, and we're about 5,000, uh, 6,000, but you know, of these five or 6,000, let's say we have, we have 800 of them that make it across. Now let's say these 800 that get across start to become great advocates of walking across a tightrope. 
and then we start to have 100 200 300 400 500 600 of these people that are falling off and then we have thousands that walk down the mountain get across the mountain bee and pretty much of all these people 95 percent of them do it safely if you get dehydrations and other complications we can think of that as you know i don't know suboxone or something and those 800 that walked across the tightrope really feel this personal sense of rightness about the way they went about it. And they may say something like, everything that you're saying is a lie about walking down the mountain, walking across the mountain bee, and you'll get there safely. That's a lie. You're getting paid to do that. Or they might say, uh, no, uh, you can do it. Yes, some might fall off. and uh, But if you do it the right way, well, the problem is most of those people don't know how to do it the right way, walking across the tightrope. And Kratom seems to be that kind of thing. You've had a personal experience. In fact, hundreds of you have, but there's millions that are starting to use it. And why do I want to have any deaths, any seizures, any more substance abuse issues, any more complications? And this is where understanding what I'm trying to do here is understanding statistics and large data and applying it to populations and individuals. And so when you see these videos and you're like, well, I tapered off of Kratom and I did it beautifully well and it took care of my substance abuse issues. Yes, you walked across a tightrope successfully and you had no idea you were doing that and you got very lucky. And as much as that's a personal, individual, subjective feeling and belief, and understanding of what it is out there in the world, what I do is look at large number of people across the population and try to interpret the data out there. And then I also look at my own clinical experience and put it into context. I hope that answers some of the questions out there that, hey, this could be used safely. So the next guy is gonna go and say, oh, I'm going to try and use it safely instead of route down the mountain, across the landscape to Mountain B, I'm gonna walk across a tightrope. That guy did it in the movies, I can do it too. I hope that gets the point across. It's an analogy, take it with a grain of salt. It's supposed to be metaphoric and somewhat literal, okay? So you take it, use it, understand it, and hopefully you get a better grasp of everything that we're doing here. Thank you very much and have a wonderful day.